Hey, welcome back, guys, to our podcast I like to call PTSD. Um, you guys kind of know what the format of this is. Uh, today, to my left is... Bennett Riddell. And to my right is... Warren Zhang. And then, as always, we have someone in the hot seat, and today it's going to be... Uh, Callaway Winans. Yeah, so we're going to dive into uh, another one of, one of us, kind of uh, get a little bit... a little, little grimy. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, we'll probably keep this one a little more light. Um, so, right off the bat, so Kelly, how would you uh, describe yourself? I would describe myself as a, a pretty passionate, loyal guy. I uh, feel like I, I dive into whatever I'm, whatever I'm like kind of focused on at whatever point in life I'm at. Like, whether recently it's been a lot about golf, and earlier it's been about school I feel like I'm a, a really passionate guy like I get I get really engulfed by what I'm doing and really focused on it yeah definitely uh, I would describe Callaway as a strong man mentally tough given that he plays golf but also in his academic and social life he just uh, knows what he wants and he's dedicated to his uh, life goals and just yeah, pretty much that. Um, <clears throat> if I had to say something good about Callaway, definitely uh, when he said loyal, you know, I felt like that kind of aligned with what I was thinking. You know, I feel like even though I might not know you to like that certain depth, I feel like hanging out with you once or twice, I would, you know, immediately notice that you're definitely a good friend and you're someone I feel like anyone could call and like you would be there when they need you to be. So, um, yeah, I feel like that's something that I really like about you. Um, um, yeah, I think adding on to that, um, whether this be yeah good or bad, I think Cali's a very steadfast guy. I think most of the time it's a really, it's a good thing about him. I think that's what comes to mind. The word uh, he's just he's unchanging in the ways where I feel from the first time I met him, like when we were five years old. He's kind of the same guy, you know, and I mean, I, th that, I mean that in a good way where he has the same values, the same morals, you know, I feel like sometimes life kind of mushes us around, but I feel Cali uh, having the upbringing he had was able to kind of stay on a certain path and never really deviated from it, and I feel like that's something that's kind of cool about him in a way where um, a lot of us haven't had that same lifestyle and I think that's something that I've always kind of admired about Callie where uh through, through most of high school and even middle school he was you know kept the same same things important to his life and I think that shows a lot about the character I guess that he has um and so going deeper into that uh they kind of said what you how they would describe him but um why I led into more like what, what would you admire about Callaway? That's something that you wish you could implement into your life that you see Callaway has in his life that you'd be, you know, proud to say that you kind of adopted that. Uh, I would say I already touched up on it, but his uh, mentality and his just mental toughness where he can say, all right, I'm starting this project at this time. No one's going to change that even if his friends want to play one more game of whatever game we're playing, he 
always is like, no, I can't. I'm doing this. And he's strong at that. Or he just, no peer pressure in anything because he just knows what he wants and is strong, yeah. Um, something I admire about Callaway, uh, I feel like it's his family. You know, Previously, we talked about how with me, I probably value friendship a little bit more than family because um, of my upbringing, a lot has happened. And I feel like for Callaway, like Christian touched up on, he's had a very um, steadfast lifestyle where it's like everything's stable, you know, it's been kind of the same routine in a way, but um, he dedicates to himself to, you know, golfing uh, and family, of course, school, academics, and uh, something I feel like his family brings. I feel like your family's always there for you. You guys are very close. You know, you live right next to your grandparents. I feel like you guys are just very tight, and I wish I had a little bit more of that. Definitely. Um, so I guess, you know, we're going to get into a little bit more. Um, also, a thing I would say about Callie, and this is, I guess, the first question uh, I want to ask him, or just I feel, I, I think this is a question I could have asked for Warren, too, but um, I feel like you're a pretty confident person. Where do you think you get your most of your confidence from in general? So, I think a lot of what that stems from is uh, my faith and my religion. Um, just because I believe that no matter what happens in my life and whatever path I take, like, God is always going to be there looking out for me. And um, I think that that gives me a lot of confidence, especially, like, going into, like, a, a super important golf tournament or something like that to where... I just know that whatever happens, happens, and it's it's all part of a bigger plan. I think that that's probably the main reason where my confidence comes from, but I, I think in other areas of my life, it, it comes a lot from you guys, like, hyping me up and whatnot. Like, I, I feed a lot off of that stuff. Yeah, definitely. Do you think um, that, that, like, the strength in your religion came just... Um, from kind of being around it from such a young age, or do you think, you know, things in your life have, uh, the way they've played out has kind of brought in you closer in your faith in general, you know? I, I would say it's a, it's a mix of both, because I've grown up, like, my parents are Christian, and I went to a Christian school, um, I've grown up, like, being taught that, but kind of just taking a step back and looking at my own life, the different, like, big things that have happened, like, and you can even look back at getting injured playing soccer eighth grade year, and like I was told I shouldn't play contact sports anymore. So then I turned to golf, and now I'm going on a scholarship to play golf in college. So it's like I can kind of see how um, how I think God is moving in my life, and and He's kind of leading me on the path He wants. Yeah, I think. Um yeah, it's also a really admirable thing about you because I feel like we all identify through something in high school and it's hard to kind of align with Christianity just in general because of how much flack you get in high school for that. Because, you know, uh, you get, it's kids even like, I'll, I'll be friends with kids that don't even understand it because, um, you know, Callie obviously has faith in like you said, it, it leads him in his life, but uh, 
I can understand that too because uh, as well, I don't practice this you know the same way as uh, Callaway does. I I do see how you know it does give you a sense of purpose in life because you realize that uh, God's working in things that you can't control. You know, and, and when you have, I feel people praying for you because I know you know my mom has prayed with your mom my mom prays every night for me i feel the blessings i receive in life and i think you can relate to that like you were saying with golf and things like that uh god turns things that might be negative or might people think kind of screws them over and you ask oh why is this happening to me but like you said it opens new doors and i think that that does go into something about your character where um if you kind of take those hits and you move with it you kind of understand um that you have kind of a big idea. Um, do you think like your your family helps with your confidence, or do you think they are people who kind of not bring you down, but kind of make you challenge yourself in a way? You know, because I feel confidence can be. I know, like with my family, uh, I don't. They're not mean to me or whatever, but like they challenge my confidence more than you know, say my friends or things like that. You know, so how would you say that? Right. So I would. I'd probably say they, they challenge me, um, especially in the way that I really, especially my dad, I really respect my dad and, and look up to him, um, to where I'm always trying to um, impress him, to, to like make him more proud of me, which I know he already is, and he, he, I know he loves me, but like that's just a guy that I really strive to be like, and um, I think that that's kind of why I get how I get challenged in a way is because I'm always pushed by like the great example that like my parents have given me and like the success that like my grandpa and like other families have had like in the in the business world like I have a lot of great role models in my family that I feel like challenge my confidence because I'm always striving to be better like they are. Do you kind of do you ever feel like that's a burden in a way you know like you're you you're scared of messing up or you you feel that um you know you knowing you you never really acted out or done anything kind of out of pocket to you do you ever feel yourself kind of tempted not to you know screw anything up but kind of step out of that box and kind of you know maybe i i i want to step out of it you know or kind of challenge that just because you feel so much pressure through it yeah no like i definitely feel a lot of pressure from that um i don't really feel like I need to necessarily step on the out of the box because I, I do feel confident in my own self like I'm not trying to be anybody I'm just trying to be my best self um so I wouldn't say that like I, I feel the need to like be different than them sometimes I just um I do feel pressure on like letting them down but overall you just kind of I gotta look back and know that you know my parents and family are all really loving people so I'll always be you know accepted by them and no matter what I do so yeah um so I guess we're we'll go into it more um last uh Warren first so since we kind of go where we just start challenging it what would you kind of think Kelly could work on or what would you change about Kelly that you know you've kind of seen in him that I don't know, he's either holding him back or holding your guys' relationship back in any way. <clears throat> um, this is a tough one. 
I, uh, I, uh, definitely see Callaway as, I wouldn't say perfect, but, um, someone in high school that is kind of well-rounded, I would say. Nobody's perfect, but Callaway, um, I feel like is very well-rounded, you know, with his family, taking care of academics, you know, I take care of school, but that's just a part of it. I feel like for him, you know, he has the sport he loves for golf and he's able to go, uh, to college and get a scholarship for that and that's you know I wish I could have that but I can't and uh, he takes care of business at school he's a great friend he has a well-versed um, family you know they all support each other he has a sense of purpose and God and um, like Christian said earlier I can relate to that in a way but not to a certain extent where he preaches um, so I don't really know anything that I would say that I dislike about you or I feel like you need to work on because that was that was you did not answer the question <laughs> at all. All right, I'll go. That was, uh, with Callaway, I, I would say was. maybe just uh, letting loose some of the time. Because whenever there's a project and I, I FaceTime Callaway, <laughs> he always tends to stress me out, and so I get super stressed out, and then I have to FaceTime Christian right after because he makes me feel a lot better about myself. <laughs> Because he just knows how to mellow me out. But with Callaway, I would say maybe like... Because Callaway's usually a fun and uh, easygoing guy. But uh, there's just some points where it's like... Uh, it's too much stress put on you when you don't need it. And I tend to do the same thing. Uh, maybe Warren can actually answer the question this time. After giving them time. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I would agree with uh, <laughs> Bennett. Oh, you don't have to warn. You don't need to say anything. You, you just asked what you changed about it, and then you just reiterate what you said earlier. And um, I don't know because this is what you. This is how you, I would say you answer the question. Is the, what this question is supposed to be? Is is um, I know you weren't as close with Kelly, but everyone has a relationship with a person, whether you meet him once or twice, or if you like me and Callaway have met like I've known I've known Callie since we were five years old because we grew up to going to the same school went to you know we were best friends all growing up and so I think with with me is it's not a personality thing and it was just kind of the way our relationship played out um going into high school we kind of went two different paths I obviously grew up a lot different than Callie did I had a, a different background so I think the hardest thing with me with Callaway, and I think it, I, I never took me a while to realize I couldn't be mad or frustrated with him because he is the same thing where um, I did things in high school that I don't necessarily regret but weren't on a straight and narrow path, you know, and I think that was hard for Callaway to see me do those things because, you know, he, like I said, he's been a lot more straight and narrow kid, you know, and done those things, but um, I kind of go through life it might not be you know we both have a religion code where we step by but I I did things going I want to experience life I want to know what life has to offer and I think sometimes I deviated too far where I didn't need to but with relating this back to Callaway uh, it was hard for him to see those things and that's why we kind of grew apart and I think a resentment formed and I think the thing he didn't really realize and I think he's come to realize more in life but it's still it's something that we all have to work on is kind of sympathizing that people have different lifestyles like 
what you guys have noticed on the podcast, we kind of go back to our childhoods and things like that. Kelly has a very, very, you know, a good life. His, his, like he said, he loves his parents. They've given him a, a great role model. And I necessarily didn't have that growing up. And so I kind of acted differently in high school. And it created this, you know, resentment towards Kelly just because he felt like I was, you know, doing different things, you know. And I think it was hard because he didn't want to fall into that. So he had to distance himself. And I never, I didn't t- it took me a while to realize that. Because um, it kind of just was, you know, more so, oh, I felt like I was losing my friend, you know, things like that. But I, I kind of understood if you want to talk about that, Kelly. That was just kind of, it was, uh, I guess what my complaint would be is just kind of understanding where people came from and kind of influencing on why they kind of turn out the way they do. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty spot on. I mean, dude, I was hurt, like like freshman year when you know we're going into high school and I was already kind of nervous because like you and Ben had been getting a lot closer and I was just kind of getting distance out of your guys friendship going into high school itself so then I think that's why I like kind of fell back on like girlfriend just um you know to have company but yeah, I mean, I think you kind of nailed it right on the head. Like, I I really thought in my head things were going to play out a lot different. Um, and I kind of had this, like, this plan for how high school would be. But I didn't, that was, like, before I kind of, like, you know, going to Christian Academy, you're pretty sheltered. And you <laughs> don't really, you don't really see that many people. And you don't, like, know how everything works, really. So... I think that it just kind of took a couple years to realize, like, hey, there's more than, like, you know, 15 kids in my class, and they don't all live the same way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I would definitely say you kind of hit it on head. Like, I was hurt that you were going different ways, and I, like, I really didn't want to be, like, distance from you or Ben or whatever, but I think that kind of the main thing is just, like, it didn't feel like you guys really wanted to hang out with me because we were going different paths, which makes sense because I wasn't really I wasn't yeah. gonna be doing that stuff. That's, but. that's why, cause I know, I think that's why you and Ben got close too. Cause I felt like you know, Cal was always older than me, but I felt like he was a little brother in a way where I was kind of always teaching him like little life <laughs> things, you know, like I was the first person to tell him I felt like about like sex and stuff like that, and like told me how to dress, yeah, <laughs> like things, just like having you know, like talking to girls, you know, and. You know, it was, like, really innocent, and then it got to a point where I just, I felt bad, because I didn't want to, like, lead him down any a path, you know, so I felt like I, I distanced myself in the way that I didn't want to make it, have him have to make those decisions, and, like, Ben would just be like, oh, like, just invite him, or, like, do, like, have him do it or whatever, and I just didn't, I shouldn't want to, you know, put him on in that position, you know, it's like, I feel like decisions you make in high school, you have to kind of be led to them on your own, you can't really pressure people into that. So I think that was kind of where we, we grew apart, but I think what we come to realize is, um, like he said, you can disagree with your friends and not kind of, like, approve every aspect of the lifestyle, but kind of still be there for each other when you guys, when you guys are able to and, like, possible. Like, if you have a common interest, like, yeah, I might do something like this, and Kelly might do something like this, but, you know, we, we could play golf together, or we can go still go to the beach together, because, you know, you can do things like that, and so, um, I think that's where it was, so, and you actually brought up what I was going to go into next, like, 
uh, relationships with girlfriends, um, why do you think in high school you kind of dove into them all the way? Do you think you're just kind of like, I mean, for me, I think you're, you're kind of just a romantic, that kind of guy, you know, like a hopeless romantic. Yeah. But do you have anything to speak on that? Because you've been in two kind of pretty serious relationships in high school. Yeah, so I think this goes back to, like, the first thing I said is that I'm, like, a passionate guy. So, like, I didn't necessarily think that my relationships were going to last as long as it did. But, like, I'm just kind of, and I think Ben's kind of the same way where you just kind of, like, get in. You, like, you start caring about something and you just kind of, like, dive in. And it's just, like, it's a lot. And I think that that, like, the romantic part of me was a big factor about it. It's also like just I've always had friends that were way older than me. Like I feel like every year of high school, my friends have been in the senior class. So every year I'm like making or getting stronger with a different friend group. But like my core group of friends has always been like like the the top class, like Mick my Mick my freshman year, people like that. Yeah. Um to where like friendships kind of have been rough for me. Um, for a bit, and I feel like girlfriend is just kind of like a built-in friend, like <laughs> yeah. And you know, I was lucky to date two girls I could have a good time with, but I think that that was kind of a big factor behind it too. Yeah. Um. I I never like dove really into it, but like, what what happened in your most like recent relationship? Like, what what do you think? kind of took a toll there, because I, I feel like you guys always got pretty long, and you can just give me a whole, like, what what was I the dynamic of the, yeah, like, what was the dynamic in the first place, and then, because I, I never really talked to you about the relationship in general, and, like, how did it, you know, go south, you know, we all have reasons why a relationship ends. Yeah, so it was kind of weird, and as I've gone through senior year, I've understood it more, but, like, I feel like Lexi was getting a lot of senioritis, right, and she was just kind of out of it. And so I was, like, hard on me and the relationship itself because, like, she just didn't know what was going on. Like, she was trying to make college decisions and stuff like that. So I think we just kind of started having communication issues and grew apart until finally she was, like, she didn't know what she wanted, so we just called it. And that's pretty much all it was. <clears throat> Hurt me a lot, but... <laughs> yeah, do you think, like... So nothing really... It never got to a point where, like, you know, it was getting, like, bad, rough on either of you guys. Like, you never felt like it was turning to a toxic relationship where you guys were hurting each other in any way? Uh, well, just, no, I definitely feel like that. <laughs> no, like, expand like, on that. Yeah, like, I don't know, the past, like, like, we broke in, we broke up in, like, I don't know, March. It was right before COVID hit. And, like, ever since, like, probably Christmas or something, she, like, that was when she was, like, checking out of everything. So, like, took a toll on me because I was always trying to... Yeah, force something and she didn't seem like she yeah, exactly. to reciprocate that. And I was always trying to, you know, make her happy when she was stressed out on stuff and she wasn't there for that, or she wasn't all for that. So, I think it, it actually taught me a lot just on how to how to navigate that stuff. But, yeah, kind of like those couple months, like, leading into summer were just really rough because, like, I was super mentally and emotionally drained from it, I guess. Yeah. No, we've all been there. It, it's, that's a tough situation. Even with a friendship, you know, when you feels like you're just pouring everything into it and, you know, they don't even realize that they're trying to not reciprocate that energy. Yeah. Um, like, 
do you, why do you why do you feel like you were trying to hold on for so long to something that you you could tell was kind of fleeing just because that of you like really you just cared about her so much that you wanted to force her or do you think like you were holding on to something else so i mean we we had already been dating for a year and like i really liked her uh but i i kind of was too in like too focused on like kind of preserving the relationship that i didn't like see the different red flags and yeah. whatnot um so i think that i was just kind of not really focused in on like the logicalness of the relationship and more just like doing everything i could to keep it even though it probably it wasn't the smartest idea yeah okay so kind of wrapping this up i think um if you that's kind of where i guess you would bring this all in so the way I describe Kyle would be steadfast, and I said that that was a good thing and a bad thing. So if you look at like all the good things, you know, it brings you. I feel like a consistent happiness, and you're able to achieve things. But I feel that um, neglection to change in certain ways um, makes it hard. Like you, like saw with Lexi, you know, like you were holding on to something that kind of was fleeting, and um, I feel like she she wanted. I feel like she wanted you to do something that was out of your character, you know? I feel like she was wanting to kind of have, like, an excitement factor, you know? And not necessarily, like, you weren't excited, you were doing fun things, but kind of she realized, like, oh, I'm wanting, I'm going to go off the, you know, next stage of my life, and I want to, you know, try something or experience something new. And, and you look like, with our relationship, you know, how it kind of was fleeting, you were kind of wanting to stay in one path, and I was going on another path. And I'm not saying my path was right and yours was wrong. And then even you relate to, you know, Callaway's, like, that, that stress. I feel like, you know, my advice to you would kind of stay in a little deeper way of Callaway's. But, like, not just letting go. I don't think you need, like, that's not good advice. I don't think we should just try to, you know, have fun, not focus on our futures. But more so, um, embrace change. I think it's, it's scary, and I think it's something that... Uh, it's hard for us to do, and I'm not saying your whole life, but I'm saying just, just little things. I'm not saying you, you know, change like everyone's personality uh, develops, but I think uh, change can be a great thing. You can, you know, meet new people, have new relationships with people, and, you know, just experience life in a different way, and maybe you, you know, find things you enjoy. But um, I think that would just be my last remark and how to kind of wrap this up, because we don't want to just leave these people, compliment them, tell them what, we would change about them and then just leave them. I kind of try to, you know, steer them a little bit in the right direction. And, you know, these are just kind of things that obviously the people who have said it and I kind of had in our brain before, but it just kind of gives us the time to open it up. So I just want to say thank you, Callaway, for, uh, you know, opening up and for everyone. And we'll listen to you guys on the next one. Thanks.